It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 what's up, man? Hey, brother, what's up? Oh, hey, I'm recording, man. Yeah, brother, like, stop. Right on. Mother, mother, there's too many of you to cry. Very interesting. You're a true vulgarian, aren't you? Playoffs? of the time it works every time. Back to pass, pumps to the left, eight seconds left. He gets away from the pressure, fires to the end zone. It's caught! It's Greg Lewis! Woman. I don't think that's a word. I'm going to need for you to retard your anger level a few notches and listen to me. Can you do that? Who that? Who there? And this is your Making McCarthy Bring Lombardi Back to Lambeau Leader, Blog Talk Radio and blogtalkradio.com. This is the Aces at 8 and what could possibly be an extended Ace at 8. I know there will be no second hour with Jakey because he is out tonight. And this will be our final night on Tuesdays when we move back to Wednesday night starting next week. But I am joined tonight by C-Mac. Go, Mac, go! Oh, yeah. What's going on? Great. Uh, we're, we're good. We're good. And we're also joined tonight right at the top of the hour by Daytone. I am perfection! I don't know why I wasn't consulted. I have rec league basketball Wednesday night. That's that's true. That's true. I I forget. I'm going to be calling out of breath and and wheezing like like the old out of shape man that I am. <laughs> the world would who in the who in the world would be calling me during the show? My goodness, don't they know uh, I'm important? They, don't they know? Oh yeah. I'm, well. I'm an important one. I don't, I don't By think the way, uh, I don't know if our listeners know that uh, soon, in about two months, I can actually do this show in studio. That's 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 true. We and will I, be living I, in the same apartment complex. No, that's oh, that's God. that's uh, no. That's that's true. Um, uh, actually, I, I just 
I just went out and bought a microphone tonight for um, when we do the when we do the live show on Sunday at at noon from the Days Inn parking lot and the shadows of Lambeau Field uh, from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna work out just fine because uh, I figured out how things work having a microphone, and I, I think uh, I think we can all do it together now in the same in the same space. So that's gonna be nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I got the email or the text message from Teresa. Yeah. The caretaker or whatever the hell she is there. Yeah. And uh should be should be pretty fast. Now what floor are you on? Wait, wait, I didn't ask we are that. we are uh, we are on the first floor. Okay, so you're on our uh, you're on you're on the ground level like we are. We have a ground level corner. It's a ground level corner apartment. Okay. Um we we actually looked at one on your floor on in your building, but uh I didn't like it so. Yeah, uh one actually just across the hallway opened up this weekend. I was bringing Oh, damn it. I was I I think it's a one bedroom though. I was bringing in I was bringing in, unless you and Tony want bunk beds, you know, that'd be uh, <laughs> That'd be fun for you guys to bring home dates. <laughs> Tony, don't rock the top bunk. I'm trying Tony, to come <laughs> bro, rubber. Oh. That, won't, that that won't happen very often. Yeah. Why do yeah, you just go? You don't bring home chicks. Do you just go <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, I was going to ask if he went bareback, but that's another good one. Oh, that's, uh, no. Uh, although I I will say the uh, line of the night from a few weeks ago was after C-Mac figured out that his girlfriend would be out for the night and not coming home, he said, and I quote, well, now I can drink a lot because I don't have to worry about having to try to get it up later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord! Uh, what he said. It's it's funny, but it's also true. You know, uh, it's it, it's it's tough. It's tough when you've had a little little too much to drink. And, and I again, I I apologize for my super sexy voice tonight. I'm a little under the weather, so that's why we're probably going to keep the show to uh, about an hour or so tonight. Um, and uh, just talk a little bit of Super Bowl because I know. Like I mentioned at the top, me and C-Mag will be going out to Green Bay Saturday morning. We'll be doing a live show from Green Bay Sunday at noon, about five and a half hours before kickoff. Um, probably about 45 minutes. We'll see if we can get some bystanders to come hang out with us. We'll give out beads and beer and see what happens. But, um, yeah. It's going to um, be fun. It's going to be fun. I mean, we've been we've been waiting for this for a while, you know, Um I, I found a similarity when we had Dave Sinekin on a couple of weeks ago. He mentioned, uh, you know, the he pitched the idea of Packer Preview to KFAN for two years before they uh, gave up the rights of the Vikings to WCCO, and then Packer Preview came on that same year. The Packers won the Super Bowl. You know, um, we started doing the Ace at Eight uh, when the NFL season started this year, and that, that that's when we moved to two hours, so maybe that's a little good luck omen for the Packers going into this Sunday. Yeah. Um, other fun facts: the Packers are going to be wearing green. They're three and zero in the Super Bowl when they wear green. Zero and one when they wear white. That was the Den- uh, loss at Denver in nineteen ninety seven. The Steelers they are three and zero when they wear white. Wearing when their they- away jersey, so. So something's got to give this weekend. I mean, obviously, it boils down to more than just what color the jerseys are. 
we'll get into that too. Um, I th- well, first and foremost, you know, the Packers and Steelers. This is the Steelers. The Steelers are trying for the seventh Super Bowl. The Packers trying for their fourth. Um, if you, if those of you keeping track at home, four is as many as the Vikings have lost. <coughs> but I mean, who wants to go there? Um, oh yeah. Um, Unmitigated cheap shot. <laughs> so, looking at this game, I mean, right now, you know, I, I believe is it still a two and a half point spread, or did that shrink, Dane? As far as I know, it's still two and a half. And kind of what the fear among gamblers is, the reason why I'm making it two and a half is kind of lame, is that now it will probably go to three, and no one wants to push on the Super Bowl. Right. And I think I think I think it's going the other way. If it moves, it's actually going to move the other way. I think so too. I, so uh... I, it's either two and a half or three, depends on. On where on where you look, and that's kind of boring, actually. Not, I mean, well, and there's been some really in, interesting stuff. Uh, I think in the last, I think it's only been three or four Super Bowls that have had point spreads under two or under three. Um, okay. Not not very many. Doesn't happen often. Um, and even the last one that was that. Uh, in fact, one of them was actually the Giants and Ravens. Right, and that was and the Ravens blew them out. Yeah, and Vegas lost a lot of money on that because a lot of the smart money uh, went 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 to Baltimore. That's the most recent one. The rest have all been Super Bowls from the '80s and '70s, and even I think uh, one of the Baltimore Super Bowls in the late '60s right. was was two and a half. Um, and, and in fact, the Steelers and Vikings in the mid '70s, the Steelers were, I think, two two point five point favorites when uh, Lynn Swan had a really really good game. So that's interesting. Close point spread. Um, a lot of really really fun prop bets, obviously, because the Super Bowl has a lot of really really fun stuff. Yeah, it's amazing cool. at how much research people do. Um, for example, the, the the national anthem will be sung by Christina Ag, Aguilera. And, Ooh, really? And you can bet on how long how long she will sing it. Now, the last few times she's sang the anthem, she's been at around 150, 152, 154. Um, I think you can bet the over-under at 152. And you can also bet how long she will hold the Brave on Brave. And the overrun on that is six seconds. And the last two times she has performed it, she has done it in five seconds and seven seconds. So they're not taking any chances. They put the overrun at six <laughs> seconds. Um, so, you, you know, stuff like that. You know, my dad was in Vegas for one of the games, and he said it's a lot of fun, but if you're stupid, you can lose a lot of money. Because the prop bets are really funny and they're fun to do, um, but they're hard. I mean, how many passing yards somebody has, stuff like that, who scores the first touchdown. Um, one one thing that's kind of fun for the Packers is uh, B.J. Raji, I think it's minus 150 if he um, participates in an offensive play. Okay. So you you can actually bet on whether Raji lines up at fullback or not because he's done that a few times in this playoffs. So, I mean, you, you can literally bet on everything, which is fun. I'm looking at uh, DocSports.com. They have all the Super Bowl prop bets up there. This is incredible. There are, there's, I would say, at least three or four hundred different bets you can make. Um, 
there, there's, there's, uh, so which who will score the touchdown, the first touchdown of the game uh, for the Steelers? Mike Wallace, Heinz Ward. Um, uh, let's see here. Lopesburg is one of them. Will Donald, will Donald Driver score a touchdown of the game? Will Aaron Rodgers score a rushing touchdown? Who will catch the first pass? Um, what will, what will, what will be higher uh, on February 6, 2011? Andrew Corliss receiving yards or Jared Sillinger from Ohio State points? Right. Um, right. Things that you can... Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, there's, there's bets like that that you can, uh, you know, mix and match. Oh. What will be higher, uh, Emmanuel Sanders receptions or Rajon Rondo steals? Uh, so... Oh, I- I got it. That's I easy. put my money on Rondo. Yeah, I would hope if if Emmanuel Sanders is catching more. But, uh, then... One of the bets that I thought was was interesting is you can bet on how many turnovers, and I think it's it's nine to two, so like four and a half to one if it's two turnovers or less, or I think it's five or six or more, and then you don't get a lot of money if you bet three, four, or five turnovers because that's kind of the, you know the middle, obviously. Right. Um, so that's interesting because you can go two ways. You could say, well, Rodgers and Roethlisberger have both been very, you know, efficient for most of, of, of the year, but then you have defenses that create turnovers and, you know, who knows what the nerves are going to be like. Although, I mean, Pittsburgh shouldn't have too many nerves because they've been there. Right. And And I know Green Bay is young, but, They've got some swagger. I mean, they've got they won. They did what Pittsburgh did a few years ago. They won three playoff games, you know, on on the road, and that obviously proves that you're not going to get rattled, uh, you know, by a by a game. I mean, right. the fact that you can go into Philadelphia, yeah. Atlanta, and, and Chicago and beat all of those teams. It's kind of what Pittsburgh did, and correct me if I'm forgetting the order, but I think Pittsburgh went into Indy, uh, New England, and... Cincinnati. Was the Cincinnati was, was at one point, okay. Yep. So, I mean, that's, you know, you know they, they, they did that the year that they beat the Seahawks, and I know we were talking about how our generation is kind of spoiled because we've had so many good Super Bowls. That was one of the bad ones. Yeah. Um, really boring game. Didn't kind of like for me this one. Don't really give a shit either way. Um, I I at least think it will be a uh, good game. It's obviously not the game that I wanted to see because I don't like the Packers and I don't like the Steelers. Right. Um, is it so much that I don't like the Steelers? It's just I don't want a guy like Roethlisberger to have three freaking rings. Yeah. Because I don't I don't want him to have to be in that conversation. About greatest quarterbacks of all time. What's wrong with Roethlisberger? Well, but but I I think that you know even I don't know, besides the fact that he pins a women down in a bathroom. Oh, I, mean, I don't I don't like that too much about him. Who doesn't? You know the fact that he's just a piece of shit, and you can just tell. I mean, you but I I, I I don't think we'll have to worry about Ben Roethlisberger having three rings come Sunday. Um, but then with the other option, isn't much better for me either. To deal with Aaron Rodgers. Like, and there is your dagger. I mean, Rogers yeah. seems and, like a nice fellow. Regardless of if, if you're a Viking fan or not, he seems like a nice guy. 
I don't know. He's one of those no Cal guys, isn't he? Isn't he from Northern Cali? Right, yeah, but, but he, he went to, but but Dade, you have to give him some respect. He went to Butte Community College, okay? Uh, yeah, and I forget who the player was. He really got discovered because Tedford went up there to go look at somebody else. Either it was a lineman or somebody else, and he went and watched the team practice. And he saw Rogers practicing, and was like, "Oh, this guy might be okay." And then he offered him a look. I don't, I don't hate Rogers, but I don't want the Packers. I mean. It, it would be a it would be a rivalry if I I can't fathom these Vikings fans that clearly aren't football fans because they go you know I'd be nice to see the Packers win no I wouldn't no yeah you want to you want to deal with these people that are Packer fans every time we lose because the Vikings aren't going to be good for like six years or something you really want to deal with Packer fans like we want a Super Bowl we want another one you really want to deal with that it would be nice to see them win no. They got one in '96. They're fine. They can go 30 uh, more years. We need to get one. And go Vikings run out the door. That's why last year's circle because the Vikings are so far away. <laughs> they're so far away now. I mean, well, it. Yeah, it. it you know, obviously, yeah. I, I. I mean, hell, that's why we were Saints fans last year. I didn't want to see the Vikings go to the Super Bowl and have what that. Then? And I and I understand exactly where you're coming from too. So, yeah. but but yeah. but back to the line. It's it's a, it's a close point spread. It's going to be a close game. I think. I don't think any. I don't think either team's going to run away with it. Um, are we are we going to pick? Is there like a a bet you can pick? Like see who who's going to win the MVP? Is there like type of I'm bet sure I'm there guessing? is. I'm sure and there is. I think one of the bets at like a hundred to one is you can bet if a losing if a member of the losing team will win the MVP. Which That's only I know what I, I know what happened once in basketball. I don't know if it it, it, it it has only happened once in the NFL. It was at Dallas. It was in the Blunder Bowl, uh, Dallas versus uh, uh, Baltimore. I believe Super Bowl five. Okay. I forget I forget the name of the line. It was a linebacker for Dallas who won it, but uh, Baltimore won the Super Bowl. Uh, it's going to be a close game. You know, you got you look at both offenses right now. Roethlisberger, yeah, he may have the experience in the Super Bowl, but. Um, I think Rodgers has more weapons around him. And I, obviously, Big Ben has the running game in Mendenhall and uh, Moel De Moore, the former Viking. But, um, you know, Rodgers has four wide, wide receivers that are going to be, I think, just balling on Sunday. Um, you have balling. you have Jordy Nelson and James Jones, who are clear-cut number two receivers on most uh, – most NFL teams, but they're three and four wide receivers on uh, this Packers team. Um, defensively, um, they're one, they're one and two uh, in the NFL. These, it, it's 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 gonna I I you know I don't know it's gonna come down to who who makes the most mistakes or who makes the the last mistake. I think um, I think each defense can stop each offense, uh, but. But I think each offense can, you know, march down the field and score. We, we've seen what the Packers have done to, um, you know, three teams in the uh, in the NFC playoffs. And uh, I mean Pittsburgh. I, I wasn't I wasn't convinced with Pittsburgh uh, in the divisional round against. Uh, uh, um, was who, who do they play? This is it Baltimore? Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Baltimore. They were down uh, big early and. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they fell into an easy hole. Uh, I almost walked into that one right there. Uh, they fell into, yeah, they I'm fell falling into, into a few easy holes. Yeah. Right? They, Friday night at Grumpy's. <laughs> Grumpy's, maybe the Palace. I don't know what you're thinking. Oh, um, you like you like classy girls. No, I don't know about that. You like girls <laughs> with real IDs. <laughs> but no, um, well, yeah, the, I, I, the I, I, I don't are going to commit at least two turnovers because Charles Woodson is going to force a fumble, which will probably be him blitzing Ben Roethlisberger and hitting him, hitting out of his hands. The Packers are going to get it. And he is also going to catch an interception for a touchdown and ultimately win the MVP of the Super Bowl. So, uh, so, so, that's, so my, that's my prediction. That's, that's what we'll do. Before we, before we leave uh, tonight, we'll, we'll make a prediction and then a MVP prediction too. And um, I mean, Charlie and I will obviously probably talk about ours again on Sunday, but we'll get Danes in there now or tonight. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think defensively, it's an, it, it, the biggest key to the game for the Packers on Sunday is uh, uh, blitzing Ben Roethlisberger. You've got to pressure that guy, uh, Clay Matthews, uh, uh, Charles Woodson. It, it, that's what it, that's what it's going to take to win this game. I think. I, I think. Uh, yeah, they say defense wins championships. I believe the Packers' defense is going to have to uh, play their best game of the season for them to win this game. Well, I think what what impresses me, I mean, obviously the Packers offensively are really good. The thing with Pittsburgh is they just find a way to, ex- to just execute when they need to. I mean, the Jets completely shut them down for most of that of that second half, which can worry you. And then they just need three first downs at the end of the game. And, and they're gutsy enough and trusting and Roethlisberger enough to throw a pass play on second and nine. Right. When any other team would just ran it there. And then on third and five, they do the same thing. And the guy gets open. And Ben, you know, he's frustrating because he's able to roll around and you think you have him and he just, you know, can keep a play going. Um, but I, you know, I'm really interested to see where this game can go because, I, as good as these as the defenses are, a 38-35 wouldn't really shock me. I mean, it's played indoors in Dallas. I think they've announced that they're going to actually close the roof. Oh God, I, w- I would think so. It's um, so one degree down there. there. Right. So it's going to be it's going it's going to be on that fast track, and uh, I I just think with two weeks to to, to prepare. I just think both both offenses are going to be really, really good. I mean, I, I really think it's going to be kind of like that Pittsburgh-Arizona game where it's going to be high scoring, and whoever has the ball last is probably going to win. Right. I mean, or at least uh, that's who I'd be most scared of. I'd be, I, I'd be more scared if I'm on defense at the end of, uh, of this game with the lead than I would be on offense because I think the quarterbacks are so good and they know the, the personnel around them. I mean, Roethlisberger, you could say Mike Wallace is good, but you could say Roethlisberger has made him good. Right. Roethlisberger knows where Bryant's going to be. He always can find times award. He knows what, he knows where, where where Heath Miller is every play. And it's the same thing with Rodgers. He knows he can go deep to Jennings. He knows he's got driver for slants. He knows he's got his tight end. I mean, they're just both quarterbacks are just playing really, really good right now. I mean, 
Rodgers' quarterback rating indoors is 111 in his career. That is an absurdly high number. That means he's he's not throwing picks. He's throwing for for high yardage, and he's throwing touchdowns. And I, I believe indoors he is has 27 touchdowns with five interceptions, so he won't throw picks in, indoors. So that's another good advantage for the, the Packers on, on Sunday. Right, and it's just, you know, I, I think it'll be a fun game to watch. I mean, obviously for me, it's unfortunate because, again, I don't really really like them, but I, I think selfishly as a football fan, it's probably better that um, that the Packers won because I think if this was a if this was a Steelers and Bears game, Ugh. I think it'd be pretty boring. Oh, I, I I was saying I think I told that to Charlie. I was just saying you know there's no way that the Packers can lose that game to the Bears because uh, a Steelers Bears game that would just be depressing. It, it wouldn't even be fun yeah. to watch. Because I I don't even think I watched the I don't even think I watched the the Colts Bears Super Bowl a few years ago. I just don't think the Bears are that you know fun of a team to watch. It's just seeing them back into the Super Bowl would be awful. You know this terrible bear like well well I, we've been calling them why the hell not you know continue to call them terrible for one more week. But uh, no this the the Bears the Bears are who we thought they were. I, I guess to pull a to pull a good quote from from Denny Green, Denny. We, we thought we thought the Bears weren't cut out to be there um, and they were. weeks and weeks ago, and and, and they weren't. Um, you know, I I look at um, this game too, and yeah, Dane, you're right. It could it could be a high scoring affair. You know, uh, the Packers might not be able to stop Rashard Mendenhall because you know they. And they've 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 given up, um, you know. Obviously, they've better games to running backs than they have quarterbacks this season. But um, I don't know. It, it, it could go either either way. Uh, looking at these two teams, you know, Mendenhall could have a big game, but then Mendenhall could be held to twenty four yards. Who knows? Well, I mean, and and you know. Pittsburgh is down their center and one of their other offensive linemen. And I know they've at least had yeah. time to practice with that second group now, but that – I don't know enough about Pittsburgh to know that is this going to affect their pass blocking more or their run blocking more or both. And, I mean, I – but I, I just think that Rafa – I just think just well, both teams on offense – I just think are so good. I mean, it's a comment to both teams, but I just think that they're both good enough that they're gonna, they're a coach, they're just gonna find a way to just score. And I think it's gonna be, it's not gonna be a matter of what defense shut the team down. I think it's be what defense can get that one interception. Yeah, it's all gonna you come know. down to that. It's all gonna come down to that mistake. That's what I think. I, I and I mean, with that and, and me saying that gives my vote of confidence in the Packers because Aaron Rodgers does not make mistakes. Um, at, at least at least in the last five weeks, he hasn't made a mistake that has really hurt his team. Um, it's going to be fun to watch the Packers defense go, like, for, for instance, Clay Matthews against Flozo Adams. He's, he's a guy who's always gotten, you know, penalties called on him, like, in the, in the past. And I think he's just going to be 
Clay Matthews is is just too too way too quick for him. So it's going to be fun to see him get to Big Ben and stuff. I think he can be able to very easily. Right. Yeah, I I I agree. I think uh, looking at their, you know, it's a it's a completely different offensive line than the Packers faced last year when they that thirty seven thirty six whatever it was yeah. game game in Pittsburgh. It, it, there are five different guys on the offensive line right now that is saying if Pouncey, uh does indeed play, which I guess he's seventy five percent chance he's going to play, according he's to Mike Tomlin. I, I don't. I don't think he'll play. Um, I think with Pouncey out and uh, um, they're holding out hope for Aaron Smith on defense. I don't think he'll play either. Um, you know, I, those are two huge. Um, no pun intended, but I mean, two huge guys that are going to be missed if they don't play on Sunday. And well, uh, I I could on. I thought Smith had has been out for a while. Smith, Smith's been out. He's been out. I believe pretty much week the whole five. year. Yeah. But so, they, 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 they so Pouncey is a much bigger loss than Smith right, because obviously. you play without him and you play the whole year without him. Um but your center, I mean, obviously that kind of makes everything work up there. I mean, you saw how bad the Vikings were. At Burke. Well, not even Burke, but even when Sullivan was hurt this year, which he was a yeah. lot. I mean, yeah, Burke was good, but Sullivan was just fine last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, because it's just it's a huge, you know, comfort thing with the quarterback, and the center's got to call out the the linebackers blitzing, and we all know how much Green Bay likes the blitz. So, um, you know, it's that's going to be a, a a a huge part, which is why, you know, one of the bets you can make is total amount of sacks. And I think that goes over because I think Green Bay is is gonna get to Ben at least three or three or four times, and Roethlisberger might be told, "Hey, let's take a sack or two early, because we don't want to make that critical error. You don't want to throw one to Tremont Williams and let him break for six. And Rodgers might be told the the, the same thing early. You know, we'll, let's take a sack early, so we're not throwing you know that costly." You know, pick six. That's just gonna get you know, get give that team life. Yeah. And it's just it's interesting because this is one of the first years I can remember a while where you've got such veteran teams there. I know the Packers haven't been there, but they they come off to me as a team that that's got swagger. It's not like you know the Saints last year. Like no one on the Saints had ever really been there. You know, you got Breeze and Bush and guys like that that have good players. Not never been there, obviously. Against team like like the Colts, Peyton Manning finally got one, and then you know whereas this year you've got kind of the same you've got the Steelers that have been there, and their coach even even under Tomlin has they've won one under Tomlin, but and they won one without him and Ben and Hines Ward and they might have even had Heath Miller for all three of them. I'm not sure. Yeah, they 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 have. And Palomaro's been there for all three of them, and Harrison's been there for at least two of them. I mean, they've got guys that have been there. So maybe we 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 won't see as much of those kind of nerves that we saw last year because it's just going to be you know two good teams that that are there and obviously I'm I'm kind of curious to see who wins the battle of of the fans too because both teams you know are known to have fans all over that travel really 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 well right 
against against a lot of teams, the Packers and the Steelers could be sixty seventy percent because their fans would would go in droves. And we'll be able and to now, right? Yeah. And now this year, it's you know not 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 the case. I mean, when the Packers or when the Steelers played, played the Seahawks, I mean that place was like a home game. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be able we'll be able to t- we'll be able to tell too because I believe the Packers will have yellow towels and the Steelers will have black towels. They won't have a terrible towel. It'll be a black. Is that how they're doing it? A black version of the terrible oh, towel. So because I because I, I I know that I know that in you know Charlie in, in in when we were at the playoff game you know three years ago we had the they gave us yellow towels. So yeah. Um, ironically enough, both made at the same factory in uh, I believe Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Uh, it's not Chippewa Falls. It's it's some it's some place. It starts with a C. I forget what it is. It's not Chippewa Falls though. It starts with a C though. Cuttenragville, Wisconsin. Well, there's the uh, the, the Dane class. Yeah, I, I think that's what it was. Wow. Yeah, you are correct. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd hate to be I'd hate to be the mayor of that town. I mean, that yeah, that town sucks. I think it's Adam West who's the mayor of that town. Adam West. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Probably is. Tooling out. Um, well, no, I mean that's cool. I don't know how many guys watching basketball tonight. Uh, Wisconsin just beat Purdue in a a very close game. Okay. Uh, at, at at Wisconsin, and that actually kind of sucks for the Gophers because we probably wanted Purdue to win because if Purdue won, we we would have been tied for third. Um, and we've beaten Purdue, right? Which helps, but I I I think the Gophers are in trouble because I they they're not going to be able to beat good teams with half of our playing point guard, right? Because it takes your best shooter away because now he can't shoot, and he's not a real you know he knows what he's doing, but he's not a uh, you know he's not Nolan. He's not going to drive and slash to the hole and drive and kick and play you know lockdown defense on a guy. I mean he's he's half Arbor. Yeah. yeah. I I I think yeah, once once Nolan went down, the the team was kind of exposed. I think that you know Nolan was kind of keeping it together, you know, after losing uh, Devoe Joseph and um I I, I you know it, you you see guys like uh, Ralph Sampson and Colton Iverson are I mean two very good um, big men for the Gophers, but uh, yeah, you need someone to to control all that, and Al Nolan was the uh, was the right point? Was the right was the right guy for that job? Not Blake Hoffarber. Well, and because when Hoffarber is a point guard, you know teams just pack it in because, I mean, you it's it's almost embarrassing how wide open Rodney Williams is when he shoots threes, and the reason he's that open is because teams know. I mean, any time a player tells me when he takes a three, and I'm like, "Why are you shooting it?" He goes, "Because I was open." It's, well, there's a reason you're open, because they know that, you know, you, that's not, you know, what, I mean, I think at one point, Rodney Williams has 17 three-pointers in a row this year. I mean, he's just, that's not his game, and we don't have that, and now teams can just pack it in on Ralph and Trevor and Colton, and now, you know, we 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 don't have that, that inside-outside balance anymore. And, and that's what what really sucks is you don't have that guy that can, you know, you always talk, you always hear that that annoying broadcaster on TV goes go stretch the defense. Yeah. Well, 
that's that's what you you need to do. And right now, Gophers can't. I mean, Purdue sat every guy would just stand right b- b- right b- below the foul line because they knew outside of Blake, who was playing point guard, no one else. You know, n- none of our guys can can shoot up there. Actually, the only guy that can really shoot up there is Ralph. You know, but so that's that kind of sucks. Who's the best team in college basketball right now? I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm always a big fan of Syracuse. They, they're always exciting to watch, but they've lost four straight now. I believe they're ranked one, you know, one ranking ahead ahead of the Gophers. Um, Duke just lost to Steve, the fantastic hairstyled Steve Lavin's uh, St. John's St. John's crew on Saturday. I mean, who's who's uh who are the top four teams? Who are gonna be the number one seeds come tournament time? Um. Well, Ohio State obviously is the only right. team that that's that's on beat right now. As much as I hate to say it, because I don't like them and I really don't like their coach, uh, the Texas Longhorns are playing really, really good right now. Okay, okay. Uh, they just went into A and M and won by like thirty, and it wasn't even that close. Um, right. Uh, and then Kansas, even though they lost, Texas also won at Kansas last week. Um, but that's Kansas's only loss. They're still right there, and then you get into who that other number one would be, and then there's some debate because Duke, you could still say, um, you know, Duke is still there. Then you've got those those two teams from the from the uh, um, from the Mountain West, uh, both both B, BYU. And San 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 Diego State. Um, I think B- BYU has lost twice, and San Diego State's only loss is once to, 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 to BYU. BYU at at their place. Um, so the, the, those two are both up there, and then Pittsburgh is is twenty and two, um, okay. and they don't have you know a a bad loss either. They're actually right now. Ranked fourth in in, in in both polls, they uh, uh, they, they did lose at home to Notre Dame by five, which is a pretty bad loss. And then they lost to Tennessee on a neutral court. Um, so they're you know twenty and two, and that includes beating Syracuse, beating Georgetown, um, you know, beating Marquette. Obviously, they've got a ways to go. They've got a big schedule left. They still have Nova twice. They got to play Louisville once. They've already beaten um, UConn. So uh, Pittsburgh's up there. I mean, the the latest bracketology had eleven Big East teams in it. Uh, well, so that's still obviously you know a a really good conference, a really deep conference. You know, there's rumors now like, okay, if you go six and ten in the Big East, or I think they play sixteen games because they play everybody once. Um, if you go six and ten, or maybe maybe it's eight and ten in the Big East, is that good enough to 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 get in? And a lot of people will say yes, it is, because um, the conference is that good and it's that deep. Whereas you know the ACC is really bad this year, um, and in fact, the latest bracketology has the Gophers as a six. Oh, I'm sorry, a, as a three seed. 
Really? Uh, the Gophers would be a three, and they would play. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The, the the Gophers were a six, and they would play West. They would play for Virginia Tech first. Yeah, I saw them. I saw them. I saw them being a seven seed on a. Uh, uh, CNNSI.com and okay. going if yeah, they would... and they're they're probably you know right right around there, you know six six or seven if they can get a few more wins then they can be a five. Um, again, they, they they've got a game tomorrow at Indiana, who record wise aren't that great, but they're playing better. They beat Illinois. They almost beat a struggling but. It's still the name of uh, Michigan State, um, so they're they're playing better. Gophers so far, knock on wood, haven't. Yeah, they haven't beaten some of these great teams, but they haven't had that bad loss yet. That's true. Well, they except, they did except for that that non-conference home game against Virginia. But as far as conference basketball, you know they've lost on the road. To Wisconsin, Purdue, Ohio State, and 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 Michigan State. Right. And none of those losses are really going to kill you. They haven't had that loss to Michigan yet, to Northwestern, to Iowa, to Indiana, and they haven't lost at home yet. Granted, they played one good team at home so far with Purdue, and they beat them. Um, so, I mean, it's an obvious statement, but it, if the Gophers win every conference home game, which would include Ohio State here on Sunday, which will be a really fun game, and hopefully the Gophers can show up and, you know, play play well, you know, then then, then it could be like a, like a four or five because then they, you know, again, it sucked that Wisconsin lost tonight because Wisconsin is seven and three now in the conference, or maybe they're even eight and three now, and we're sitting at – we are six and four. Or, no, we are five and four right now. But so yeah. far they've beaten who they're supposed to beat, and unfortunately they've only gotten one win against. Out of those five really hard games, they've only gotten one of them so far. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's well, I think we'll touch more on college basketball in the coming weeks because I get excited when tournament time starts. It's, one of my favorite. I think aside from the Super Bowl and probably you know baseball playoffs, I love tournament time. Uh, just fun to watch so many good games. Um, we you know I, I touched on this about a year ago, um, and I just mentioned it because I believe this is in the proposal stage. But um, before we get into our Super Bowl picks to end the show, nor you know I I I I, I know we we end the show with uh, you know the, like a preposterous. Story and the whole thing right there. Um, this isn't it. I, I've got another story that I'll I'll do later. But uh, Allen, Texas, has approved a sixty million dollar high school football stadium uh, that oh, comes a, that comes equipped with a video scoreboard, two level press uh, two a two level press box with film deck and observation deck, the home side reserved seating with seat backs. 1,500 additional parking spaces for 4,500 parking spaces, 18,000-seat stadium with upper deck seating, including 5,000 reserved, 2,700 GA, 4,000 students, 5,300 visitors, and 1,000 people for band. Um, their current stadium is 8, uh, 8, old 8,000 was built 30 years ago. This is insane. I mean, 
I'm just looking at the the picture of this. This is a uh, where I saw the number. It's a uh, school of five thousand students, um, and it's a sixty million dollars game. I and that's more than the dome cost when it opened. Um, I mean, looking at the stadium, this would be a nice little you know nice little things for the Vikings to play at, if, if I'm not mistaken here. They sh- they should be able to sell every game they had that shouldn't they? Now the Vikings would have no trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, you know, I actually, um, you know, I don't think it's it's that that. I mean, yes, it's it's nuts, but also high school football in in Texas is crazy, yeah, and I also wonder. How much they're going to be able to use that stadium for, you know, like sectional soccer. playoff games, like neutral site games, if they can use it for soccer stuff. I mean, hopefully they can create other uses for it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was it was approved by the people that live there and by the people that are going to actually pay for it. So. And, and that's the thing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's straight out of you know Friday Night Lights and. Well, I mean, and I mean, first of all, let's not pretend that Allen, Texas is, you know, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. Right. Um, Allen, Texas is, you know, a very nice place to live. People uh-huh. have, well, I mean, money. people have some oil money there. Yeah. Um, so if that's what they want to spend their money on, you know, instead of maybe, you know, better – classrooms, better lab equipment for a science class, if they really want to spend on a football stadium, then so be it. I mean, we don't have much right to tell them not to. It's their money. Um, I don't know the whole situation in Allen, Texas. I don't know what their test scores are like, things like that, but I'd be a little more miffed and worried if it came out that, you know, their ACT tests are really low, and maybe they are. I Again, we have no idea. Um, but at the end of the day, if they want to spend their money on it, just go to the show. I mean, where I coach in St. Anthony, we try to get a very, very modest sports facility thing built with taxpayer money, and it was extremely shot down. I mean, here people don't want to spend their money on that. Right. Um, you know, and we what we wanted, I think there's a sixty million. I think this would have been about two million dollars. And we had no chance. Um, so this kind of goes to show people value different things. You know, whatever. I mean, they love their football in Texas. Every, everything's bigger in Texas, you know. Everything. Everything? Yeah. I mean, yes, everything. Okay. Uh, the, women in Houston, the women in Houston are certainly bigger, that's for sure. <laughs> Remember to San Antonio, I, you know, I, I, it's a nice little town, but it's a lot of ugly people there. My goodness! Oh, it's Every, ridiculous. Everyone, everything's bigger and uglier in Texas. Than I mean, look, right. if you want to go to Texas, and if you want to, if you want to find beautiful women in Texas, you you can safely go to two cities. You can go to Austin, or yeah, to- baby. Or you can, oh, great. wow, I think we planned that. That was amazing. Yeah. You, you can 
you can go to Austin or you can go to if you want to meet some spicy Latin women that are going to be slutty, you go to Corpus Christi. Cor- so, I I've uh, actually I I have I have been to Corpus Christi. It's uh and what did you think like, of the well, well, of gra- the scenery there? Granted I was uh I was 11 years old at the time, but uh I I I liked it. I I had He didn't even have pubes then, so he wasn't able to look at chicks. Hey man. Girls like uh Un- Never mind. I'm not gonna go there. Let's go. <laughs> maybe, maybe sit that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Almost bigger. Oh, before, okay. I I don't know if if uh, I Charlie. I don't know if you you watched an episode or two of uh of Parks and Recreation, Dane. I don't know if you've ever watched yeah, it. But, I've seen it a few times. Yeah. Um, check out Conan tonight because uh, Nick Offerman, who plays Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, is gonna be on there. He is the yeah probably the one of the one of the best characters ever on TV. He is hilarious. I'm looking at his uh uh they're, well, they're actually actually on. last one of the best characters on TV ever on TV. No no if 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 this show runs its course and is on for a while, I think he'll 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 be up there. like maybe top hundred characters on TV. He'll be on there, but um. Dane, I, th- I think you'd like this. He was he, the season premiere. He was coaching. Uh, uh, right with the King, pyramid, the basketball the, pyramid, the, the, the Swanson pyramid of greatness. So right, I'll, I'll, I'm going to post the Swanson pyramid of greatness on our. Uh, <laughs> I did see our, that. Now, our, now what's there was one thing on there that was on there three times, and I forget what it was. Uh, hold on, I'll, I'll be, let me get back to him. Posting it on the Facebook page real quick. Um, uh. It's kind of it's kind of small, but that's what she said. Um, oh boy. Uh, um. Let's see here. He's got facial hair. Uh, living in the woods. Uh, masonry. Um. Body grooming. Uh, haircuts. Um. Haircuts are important. Yeah. Uh, old wooden sailing ships, <laughs> and under it says they're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's funny watching it because it's perfect. It's a bunch of lifeless 13-year-olds like that. I'm like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Yeah, I just and I love how he 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 uh, he's inspired by one Bob Knight. Right, and he wears the, even the Bob Knight sweater vest. Yeah. Which I thought was... Just classic. Um, by the way, I, if anyone cares about this, and maybe they don't, uh, possible upset tonight in high school basketball. Eden Prairie is leading Hopkins by three with 28 seconds left. Wow. Hopkins is one of the top teams in the country. They have not lost a game yet. They've been blowing everybody out. In the country? They're one of the top, like, 100 teams. Holy shit. Um, oh. Led by uh, Minnesota Gophers recruit uh, Joe Coleman. Brother of that stiff Dan Coleman. Dan Coleman, I was going to say, it's not familiar. A lot yeah. of those. Back when, I mean, if, when people complain about the Gophers now, and I can understand a little bit, I'm like, just remember when we were trying, we were watching Dan Coleman and Spencer Tollickson trying to beat, you know, Purdue. Yeah. And it's just annoying, you know. Tollickson is on the radio broadcast now. He's the like color guy. Yeah, yeah. And I know, like. The, the former athletes that they get like aren't always like the best players, right? 
which is why they're broadcasting. But the fact that they get, like, the softest center in basketball history, and then he'll say something like Trevor Mbakwa needs to be tougher under the basket. And it's like, Tullockson, when's the last time you actually put your butt into someone and boxed him out? You know? I mean, watching Tullockson play basketball was just the most frustrating ordeal ever. I mean, he's your prototypical, like, 6'9", six, 6'10", six, white stiff who wants to shoot threes. It's just like, get in there and rebound. So he really just annoys the crap out of me. Yeah. Both those radio broadcast guys. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this puppy. This is the end. My only friend, the end. It's the end of the world as we know it. What's that? You want to talk about heartbreak tonight. So I ordered a pizza from Pizza Hut. <sighs> this is good. And I was really craving a two-liter of Mountain Dew because they come, like, ice, ice cold, and they're so good. Right, right. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm getting. And I'm all excited for it. Got a little semi-hard on in my wind pants. Uh-huh. how excited I am for Mountain Dew. And uh squeaky voice gives me a call, like, right before the pizza's about to get there. And they're like, oh, dude? I'm like, Yeah. We ran out of Mountain Dew. So no! How do you run out of Mountain Dew? Who checks who orders the frickin' inventory? Go down to the gas station and grab me a two-liter. Uh, what opinion did you have? I had a setup for Pepsi. Oh, gee. You know what's also Pepsi. heartbreaking? Is, is Corey starting his car at the Viking oh, skis in the car? Let's, let's, let's not. <laughs> let's, 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 let's uh, hey, hey, hey. He I did already that pl- this morning. He had to call a locksmith. Let's uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's not get into that uh, at all. I mean, if you would ask me, hey, which roommate do you think locked his keys in the car on a cold morning, I would have guessed Charlie going away. No, but it was not me. It was Corey. Well, let's just say I, 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 was, the, uh, I was the Ravens of the 2000 Super Bowl there. I was the oh my uh, clear cut. Goodness. Okay, Dateline, Flagstaff, Arizona. A convicted killer who escaped from an Arizona prison said after his capture that he planned to overdose on heroin at Yellowstone National Park and let bears eat him to end the fear and panic he was experiencing while on the lamb. Tracy Province told Mojave County Sheriff's Detective Larry Matthews that he wanted uh, to go up on a mountain, shoot up a gram of heroin, and be bear food as he was uh, cool. preparing. As he was preparing the drug, a voice told him not to go through with the plan, and he changed course in favor of trying to hitchhike to Indiana to see his family. He called it divine intervention, Matthews wrote in the August report. Al Nash, a spokesperson uh, at Yellowstone National Park, said, It's certainly possible that Province's plan would have worked, but it struck him as improbable. So, uh, well, I, I don't know. Charlie, you embarrassed me. I might want to go kill why, myself. Why did he want to be... Bear food. Well, he was high on heroin, and I, I, I guess he, uh, or he was going to take some heroin. I don't know. I've never done heroin before. I don't know how it works. Uh, I haven't either, but it doesn't. Uh, d- don't do it. It's the second most addictive drug, or even as addictive as cocaine. And just the thought of putting a freaking needle in my arm—that's like the biggest reason, the biggest deterrent for me in heroin—is like. Oh, like who wants to do that? Right. 
Like, who actively wants to put a goddamn needle in their arm? And then you have to, like, watch it. You got to, like, tie your arm so your vein pops out. And then you got to watch it go in. <laughs> oh. That's what she said. It's an offer. Offer. Okay, oh, so... Um... So we're gonna go. We're gonna go Super Bowl. See, that's, now. Not, that's nice because see the women that I have sex with are so ugly that I try to look away. For most <laughs> <of the time. laughs> you uh, cannot uh, be serious. Put a pillow on her face and pretend it's somebody hot. That's all right. Nice. There you go. So here's my pick. I'm gonna go. I do. I'm gonna go Green Bay 31, Pittsburgh 24. My MVP. I think Rodgers is gonna account for all of the touchdowns. Three passing, one rushing. He'll throw for over 300 yards and get the MVP. Uh, Charlie, what is your prediction for Sunday? Uh, um, let's see here. I want to say uh, 27-20. And you already heard my MVP. What's uh, Charles Woodson earlier. And, oh, yeah, Packers are going to win. I didn't I I really wasn't going to question that. Even with a, with a pick and a touchdown. Yeah, and a, and a fumble for and, 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 and a force fumble. And then lastly, did you, Dane. Did you pick your, your, your MVP too, or no? Are we doing that? Yes, yes, Woodson. And you said Rodgers? I said Rodgers. Dane? Well, I obviously have to be the contrarian, although I the game could go either way. Yeah. I'm going to say it is Pittsburgh. Thirty-eight, thirty-five, and I'm going to say the MVP is Mike Wallace. I think he's going to get loose twice. They're not going to want to give it to Ben again. I think, although, you know what? No, I'm going to say Ben gets it. I'm going to say that raping tool, Ben Roethlisberger, gets an MVP trophy he can sodomize some poor girl with. I think Roethlisberger is the MVP. Uh, he he wins. I think it'll be similar. You know what? I'm gonna say it's 38-34. 38 I'm gonna say it's not a field goal. He, he they Pittsburgh's gonna have to score a touchdown. Yeah, 38-35. It's gonna be 35-31. And, and Pittsburgh could have to score a touchdown late. And Tremont Williams will tip an interception into the arms of Mike Wallace, and the place will erupt. Well, we got. Two Packer victories, and then Dane, yeah, Dane's throwing the Steeler victory out there. This is going to be a great song because come Monday, hopefully everything will be all right, and the Packers will be bringing Lombardi back to uh, Lambeau Field. Um, we won't be doing a second hour tonight. We're just going to we're going to end it right now. But um, uh, this Sunday, uh, yeah, Sunday live. Live Super Bowl Sunday from the Days Inn parking lot, uh, 1978, Old Way. Uh, Charlie and I will be doing a show live there for about 45 to an hour. Um, stop by and see us if you're in the area or if you want to watch the back. And I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll let Mr. Jimmy Buffett end it. Uh, and all we got to say is uh, go pack on Sunday. Go Packers. It'll be Come Monday, I'll be holding you tight. I spent four lonely days in a brown LA haze, and I just want you back by my side. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.